listeners. Welcome to the Dream Stream. I am your host, Yiska Cook. And I don't have much continuity from the last podcast, so I will do this quickly. I first want to say, in trying to identify with my shadow figure who I have identified in the world, I I saw his malady in myself. And I, I just want to say, I don't want to minimize narcissism because as you know, it is a serious mental disorder. What I meant to say is arrogant, that I could, I could, I'm familiar with that feeling of arrogance. Um, the other thing I wanted to share is I've been terribly wound up in the news of the days and I just got too sucked in and I definitely have been triggered. So I'm taking a news fast and this is only day two of my news fast. So uh, hopefully I can do a whole week and maybe maybe even a month and then forever. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I want to know what's going on in the world, but I don't want to get obsessed with it. Um, I have because I've had so many judgments about it. And now I want to say there is something in the Jewish religion. There's a bedtime prayer where we say, may no one be punished because of me. May it be, be your will, God, that anyone who's done anything against me, whether against my body, my property, or anything of mine, whether they did so willfully, accidentally, um, etc. But I don't want to be the cause of somebody's karma. You know, my opinion is just my opinion. and Let it remain that. And I'll feel how I feel. Don't let it affect um, someone else's walk. So I really love that prayer. And I try to hold that in my heart. Um, I feel very strongly about that. So I just wanted to share that. And lastly, a call out for dreams and people to call to work on your dreams. So please uh, send me a message on the Dream Stream Facebook page with your phone number. And I will love to call you and we'll work on your dream. So today I am working, doing dream work with my friend Ellen Ronis. And we had done a podcast before together. I think it was, oh gosh, I didn't look before coming on. I don't know the number, the episode number. But um, so she is my friend who lives in Santa Fe, Fe, New Mexico. And she's here with us today. I'm so thrilled. Hello, Ellen. Hello. Hi. Hi. Nice to be here today. So great to talk to you. With with you. Yeah. Wonderful. Um I, I do I wanna say that um yesterday you and I spoke on the phone and um you had mentioned something maybe even on the podcast, your last podcast, about something about June fourth. Yes. Like being being um a creative time for you or something like yes, that. Yes. Um and, you know, a time when your poetry flows, I think it had something to do with that. And um, I look back on our notes from our last time together, and it was June 
four. Oh, my goodness, Ellen. I love that. I mean, literally in my journal, June 4th, 2019, 2019, interview with Yiska for her podcast. I love it. In my calendar. That's perfect. That's <laughs> so anyway, awesome. Just, um, you know, a funny little synchronicity as yes, um, yes. As things go in this world. Yes. <laughs> Especially the world of dreaming. Yeah. So, I love I it. Thank you. Kind of fun. Mm-hmm. So I think we both remember a dream from last night which is pretty incredible for me. I've been lamenting certainly on the first number of podcasts about my medical marijuana interfering with my dream recall. And I keep saying, I'll change things up, find a better way. And I think I may have. And that's just taking a dropper full of CBD oil before bed to alleviate the pain but it doesn't have the same effect as the THC, possibly. So I did remember a dream snippet. It's still not lengthy, but I'll take it. <laughs> and and how's your dream life, Ellen? Yeah, well, I I'm I'm so thrilled for you because I know that you know yeah that 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 has been your journey in the last bit of time with not remembering your dream. So I'm happy for you that you're remembering, and I can't wait to here and work, you know, look at it. Um, and I also had a little snippet of a dream. Um, and it really was just a snippet also last night. So that's kind of funny. We both had snippets. (laughs) Um, and I also do, I have actually had quite a few dreams since our last conversation. Um, I had not been remembering dreams for quite some time myself, um, Hmm. for reasons I'm not entirely sure. Um, but yeah, I have, you know, quite a, you know, a good handful since we spoke. Wonderful. Um, one that was a couple of weeks ago that I might like to um, t- take a look at with you. I would love to do that. So would you like yeah, to? Sh- but I guess I just, I'll, I was just going to just quickly say, I guess it, I love that, that, you know, you doing this podcast and us kind of reconnecting around the dream world has, yes. has, um, made it so that we can both remember a little bit more and and dig in a little bit deeper. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So Ellen and I met in the Catskill region. I think we met at a Robert Moss uh, um, Gore Mountain retreat. And uh, we we both lived in Newport. And then, um, yeah, so we've done DreamWorks together for some years, but it's, it's fun now that you've moved to Santa Fe to have this mm-hmm. reconnection with you. I love that. It's, and I look, yes, me too. I look forward <laughs> to too. coming to visit you soon. <laughs> uh, I would love that. You are welcome. Thank you. <laughs> You're so welcome. I'm uh-huh. only kidding, but thank you so much. So would you like to share a dream snippet first? Um, okay, sure. Sure. So... My dream snippet was that I was on on water and I I can't quite grasp if I was I think I was in a boat. I think I was in like a little speed boat, but I'm it, it also has the quality that I might have been like walking on the water or something oh. just kind of skimming the surface very quickly, like very fast, just moving very fast across the water, the surface of the water. I think there was a man in the boat with me, but I don't know for sure and I don't know who it was. And there was, I found a hundred dollar bill, like 
just, I guess, on the surface of the water, and I grabbed it as we were going and unfolded it. I was like, wow, $100, you know, like that was so cool. Yeah. Um, and that's that was the snippet. That was wow. it. Wow. Wow. How did yeah. you feel when you woke up from this dream? Um. Yeah, pretty, pretty great, actually. I don't, there was something about the money. Yeah. Yeah. So I was asking if you have a title for this dream. Hmm. Um, hmm. I don't really have a title. Let's see if I can think of yeah, one. Yeah, what um, would you title it? Uh, easy Find. Easy find. Ooh, I like that. Okay. And now a reality check. Do you know um, what body of water that this is? Not really. No, it wasn't very, it was, yeah, I just remember the water. Like there was a lot of water. I didn't, I don't remember seeing anything around it, so I don't have a, a reference point okay. about where it might have been or what body of water. It was pretty flat, so it was probably like a big lake yes. um, rather than an ocean. So, and you, and, uh, you had said maybe in a boat with someone, but you weren't sure who. So this was no one you recognized? No. I mean, it, 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 it almost feels like it could have been Tim. Okay. My ex-husband. Yes. Um, but I'm not sure. Okay. I I, it isn't that clear, but the fact that I even have that thought, that's probably... That's probably <laughs> who it was. <laughs> I know. Um, but, there, but, but there was no, you know, there was no feeling around who was in the boat with me. Okay. You know, it wasn't, I didn't have any real um, feeling about him or just that there was a male presence in the yes. boat with me. Now, what about a hundred dollar bill? When's the last time that you had a hundred dollar bill or what does it remind you of? Um, well, I actually get paid in hundred dollar bills sometimes Okay. in my, in my massage and healing practice. I have particular clients who pays me in cash and sometimes yes. they're hundred dollar bills and they're the ones that I usually save for you know, paying my rent yes. or something. Yes. Like, um, they, they get circulated and, you know, of course it's tax-free dollars, not yes. to be, but yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. I probably shouldn't say that. Yeah, but let's, let's not, hearing, let's not but, say that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone in my line of work probably does that. So I'm sure. Um, I'm sure. Yeah. So, you know, it's just, yeah, it's, um, um, yeah. Okay. It's a good feeling to have cash, I think, for me. Yes. I yeah. Like getting cash because it just feels like it's easy and clear, and it comes in and it goes out to do something that I need. Yes. Know? Yes. So, and now um, projections. So, if it's my dream, and we've been talking a lot about water in a dream lately. Mm -hmm. So, for me, as my projection, my the water is my emotions. And if I'm sort of sliding on top of the water, I think I'm doing pretty good uh, managing my emotions and not reacting to other people's emotions or other people's words, but um, mm -hmm. sliding right across. 
And then I find a hundred dollar bill. And so that's also an affirmation to me because I make hundreds when I'm doing my body work and, um, you know, someone is paying me for my services. So they're finding value in what I am offering. And, um, and so I just, I just pick it up and in my, my, uh, projection of this dream, I was expecting the dreamer to say, oh, I bent down to pick it up and I kind of fell into the deep water, you know, I lost my, mm. my, and that didn't happen. And so it's more affirmation for me, if it's my dream that I'm on the right path. And I'm also thinking about the vehicle of the boat, which may or may not be in the water in the dream. Um, so one of my dream teachers, Jeremy Taylor, often talked about dreams of a car. And so I'm thinking of the boat as similarly a vehicle, like a car. Um, uh-huh. And he talks about who are you in the vehicle with, because then it's about your relationship with someone. So in my version, again, of this dream, I'm thinking... I'm thinking there's very likely someone who's going to come into my life in an easy, flowing way, gliding way, and um, and it's going to be good. It's going to be good to meet this someone, and um, and in in my power, you know, I feel like we really have to love ourselves. We really have to be the advocate for ourselves. If in this world, you know, nobody cares as much as one does, well, I don't know, about oneself. I mean, no one can live your life, really, is what I'm saying. So um, I'm thinking in my version of this dream, I'm going to be in a really good place walking on water. I mean, that's Christ-like. That's, you know, that's uh-huh. truly miraculous. And if I can walk on water, I'm, I'm kind of at the top of my spiritual game. And then if I find a hundred dollar bill, I'm also at the top of my body work, uh, work in the world game. And so, um, I'm feeling really good about this dream from my projection. Do you have projections on your dream? Hmm. Or, I mean, wouldn't really be a projection. It's your dream. (laughs) I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, thanks for that. Uh, really, you know, yeah, I love that sometimes these really simple little snippets of dreams have so much. I know. So much. I know. Meaning, you know? <laughs> and I appreciate your, your hit on that. And I, I think that there's a lot of truth in that. You know, right now, I am um, I am at the absolute top of my, my body work and healing game. I'm so happy. <laughs> it's kind of a funny way to put it. But um, <sighs> yeah, I feel, I feel really incredibly well received here. And um, I have a lot of work and I have my pick and I have to let go of things because I'm too busy. <laughs> right. It's right. Um, not a bad problem to have. No, no. So, so yeah, you know, the money is kind of flowing and, and in as much as it flows in this, in, in the world that I am live in. Yes. I'm not a, I'm not a millionaire. I'll never be rich on a massage therapist salary, but I, I do well for myself. Yes. And, yes. um, and I have been doing well. So 
I have been really feeling that sense of deep confidence in myself as as a massage therapist. I'm so um, glad to hear that, Ellen. That's awesome. Yeah. So I'm appreciating that. And um, yeah, the thing about the water. Yeah, there was. De- I, and I love that your thought was that I I might fall in. You know, yes. kind of go into the the deep emotionality. Yes. And so my hit on that a little bit is I don't know that I would say that I'm spiritually like at the top of my game, but I do feel like I, I'm, I am in a deeper spiritual journey than I ever have been before in a certain way. Um, And I noticed that yesterday I was starting to go down a little bit of a slippery slope, you know, the rabbit hole of thoughts and belief systems and a familiar pattern of, um, kind of emotions that that come up for me over and over and over and over and I thought I stopped myself like in the middle of almost like about to cry about something that was just not the truth yes at all like just it was a story and it was such an old story it was that old tape loop that gets played over and over and I stopped myself and I was like just this is be in this be right here very good very good future that's what you're yes. imagining might happen. Yes. That's what you're thinking might happen because that's what's happened in the past. And I, it was, it was kind of a the simplest, most profound moment for me. You know, that's, that for me felt very deeply spiritual. So maybe that's yes. the, the piece about sort of sliding on the emotional thing. Like yes. I didn't sink into the emotionality of, yes. of whatever I was feeling because it wasn't real. It wasn't like, I'm really sad because this particular thing happened. It was something based on a story that I yes. kept told myself forever. Yes. So I felt very, really um, good about that. I felt Wonderful. Really, really pleased with myself that I was able to recognize that yes. really quickly and turn it around. Um, and just, so, just to say too, Ellen, yeah. you know, I don't feel there's ever an end point for our spiritual questing and maybe, I don't know. I mean, people say enlightenment, but, but I, I believe it's really the journey. It's the journey. And if I'm feeling a little bit in a higher place right now than I have in the past, even though I might not be at the pinnacle, it's not about being at the pinnacle. It's about being on the journey. It's my thought. Yes. Yes, yes, agreed. Absolutely agreed. Right. There is there's no end game. There's no goal. It's right. just you keep moving forward. That's yeah, right. exactly. That's right. So so in a way I could say I'm at you know, because for right now this right. is the highest place that I it's not the highest place I could be. Right. Because that doesn't exist. But um yeah. Oh, yeah, I love I it. Hear that. Wonderful. I hear that. Wonderful. Um, so yeah, and there and just, you know, I think there is something about that masculine presence that was a little bit sort of <clears throat> I was even unclear about whether there was somebody in the boat with I mean it, it does okay. feel like there was but I couldn't actually see who it was so there was you know there is something about that like that maybe yeah I like I like your um interpretation of that um yeah then another can, way like, another way to look at it is as my animus my you know Carl uh, Jung uh, talks about 
men dreaming about a woman, sometimes it's the woman in them, and that's the anima. Similarly, women yes. dreaming about a man yeah. could be oh, that's interesting. the man in Yeah, that's me. right. That's a sort of Jungian, Jungian approach, yeah. which I really, I studied a lot, actually, okay. at a certain point in my, in my life. Um, so uh, let's, let's um, dissect that a little. What are masculine qualities that are really helping you in your life right now? Yeah, such that's as an like excellent question. Focus um, or, you know, uh, yeah, not focus. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not. No, no, no. That's definitely something maybe I could do a lot more of. You know, that focus is mm. hard. Actually, that's a big challenge for me. However, okay. I will say that um, I have a. I think that I have a really great work ethic. Yes, and like work is a thing that comes easy for me. And when I'm in my work mode. I feel, I don't feel masculine, but I feel like those principle, those sort of yes. moving forward. And I, there is a, I guess there's a kind of a focus when I'm in my work mode, yes. you know, um, uh, maybe yeah. that's what it is. Driven. It's like the hundred dollar bill comes easily right. when I'm in the work mode. Yes. Because I, I do feel kind of a balance of the masculine and feminine yes. when I'm when I'm in my sort of business head, okay, um, where, you know, I think that I'm smart and I can figure, you know, certain things out when it comes to that. Um, maybe, you know, when it comes to the emotionality, I'm a little bit not digging into something like maybe I oh. need to think more in, oh. maybe I need to, you know, to sort of, I don't know, marry the masculine and the feminine and dive oh. into the water a little oh. bit. Oh, oh. I mean, that could be, you know, that could be also something. I mean, it's I am a pretty emotional person, but but you know, all, uh, uh, that being said, you know, it's also easy to avoid certain things, you know, certain feelings. And sure, certain, sure, yeah, um, yes. So yeah, when I think of something, sorry. Sorry. Go on. I was just going to say maybe there's something that I I need to dig into a little bit more. Okay. That I need to dig into and dive in a bit more. I and just maybe and yeah. maybe there's something also about the masculine, like bringing the masculine into my life in the form of a man. Yes, uh, that would be. Person, that would know, also be do the, really cool. <laughs> the diving into the emotionality with with somebody, yes. with a partner. Yes. Like having that be easeful, you know, to, to be like, yeah, I, I'm here. We are, we're sort of skimming the surface here, but let's, let's maybe go see what's deeper. Yeah. Maybe, you know, maybe, maybe. Yeah. So I want to like explore with you what are masculine traits and mm -hmm. what are feminine traits? So I always, okay, so, I think of like the, the human anatomy. You know, mm -hmm. I think of a, an yes. erect penis, you know, I'm focused, mm -hmm. I'm driven, I'm going driven. forward, I'm linear, yes. you know, yeah. Where, and, and penetrating, like and, you're yes. penetrating, yes. literally penetrating the world, like moving into the world. Yes. I think of that as a um, masculine quality. Absolutely. And then and, feminine yes, qualities, focus. feminine seems to me more rounded edges. And when I have conversations with women we kind of go around and around and around, but we always get back to where we need to be. And that used to yeah. really um, be frustrating for my, my estranged husband because he felt like, you know, he didn't, he didn't have that feminine. We have the time to just have this conversation and we will cover everything we need to cover. He wanted to get 
to the point much more quickly. Yes. And I, yes, I was not there. Quite typically male. Yes. You know, I've had that experience with men too, where they just like, yeah, this is a linear focus. Yes. Stick to it. Yes. Stick to the point. Um, yeah. And I do think that women have a more chaotic, um, which is kind of a funny way because chaotic chaos doesn't sound like a positive thing, but, but there right. is a little bit of that. It's not linear, you know, it's just kind of right. going flowing, you know, flowing from here to there. Yeah. And I, I seem to, um, think when I'm speaking, I think out loud. And that was very different from my estranged husband. He has it all uh-huh. figured out in his head before he says anything but I don't have it figured out when I want to start talking about something so I can figure out what I think about something, what I feel about something. So that's quite different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I think both qualities are really important. You know, I think it's really important for women to integrate those masculine qualities, you know, so that we can feel complete and that we we don't need someone to fill in the void or <clears throat> take control over us or, right. um, you know, not, not that we don't need another person, but that we come to a partnership in a more complete way that we Beautiful. integrate all of that. And <clears throat> I absolutely believe the same for men. I think that's kind of what's happening in our oh. world culture right now a little bit. Um, you know, all this Me Too movement and just yes. that men are being woken up to the fact that they do not integrate. It's not their fault at all. It's just our culture, you know, has never taught them how to um, appreciate and understand those other qualities, the feminine qualities and what they can possibly bring to the personality, to that, to themselves. Yes. And that, and it, and that it's vital. It's vital to incorporate and include the feminine qualities too, and that they can be very masculine Yes. You know, at the same time. Yes. And I think it's just, it's like a new education that's needing to happen. And I think little by little it is kind of happening in our world. Yes. Um, but it's it's a huge undertaking, you know. Oh, yes. <clears throat> You're right. Uh, little boys are being brought up now to really be in touch with their feelings. So that's Absolutely. very different from past generations. You know, I have mm-hmm. two two sons and... I I would not think to say to either of them, hey, man up, man up, uh-huh. don't feel your feelings. No, you know, feel your feelings and let's find the way to, to deal with it, to work mm-hmm. with it. So, um, so, and one thing we ask in the lightning dream work, Robert Moss's lightning dream work <laughs> is how can you honor this dream? Hmm. Hmm. I always get stuck on this part. Right. <laughs> this lightning dream work. 
Um, well, it's not likely you're going to be able to go ice skating. Well, I guess, is there snow and ice in Santa Fe? I guess there, there is. There is. There is. I would say not so much ice. It definitely snows. Okay. Absolutely. We have winter and, you know, I wear, I always tell people, I wear a down jacket all winter long. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, and we do get snow, but it's the kind of snow that kind of melts quickly because this, you know, we're so hot. We have dry. High it's so dry. Here, so the sun is very strong and it yes. melts the snow pretty quickly. Yes. Um, Similarly so in Boulder. It rarely turns into to the ice almost. yes yeah rarely all right so um, ice skating is out um because i want to like have but, that feeling of gliding over yeah. the water is is I what know. i'm thinking I love, yeah i would love to actually get in a boat but right. i again don't know where to exactly where to do that okay um maybe something with the hundred dollar bills i don't know maybe you can rent yeah. a boat <laughs> With your I can rent a boat with my hundred dollar exactly. bill that I found. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe just yeah, I don't know. I don't really know how I can just like feel like yeah. I always just feel like I honor the dream by actually talking about by actually absolutely yeah, by actually acknowledging it. You yes, know, which is not something I do with all my dreams. Yes, I sometimes write them down and don't even look at them. Sure, again. sure. So Robert Moss always includes something that I seldom include because it's challenging for me. But he says, if you could write a bumper sticker about this dream, mm-hmm. what would your bumper sticker say? So, but I'm really thinking mm-hmm. this dream is, is I think we could come up with a good one, you know. Um, well, not skating away on the thin ice of a new day. <laughs> Do you know that song? <laughs> Not that. I love that song. I love that song. <laughs> um, hmm. Something like swiftly, I don't know, um, swiftly. There's something about trusting, like there's something yes. about trusting in this for me. Yes. Something about the word trust keeps coming up and it definitely has to do with the money. It's like trusting. Oh. Trusting the flow. Yes. Trusting the flow. Trusting yes. the flow. I trust the flow. I trust you know, the flow. Flowing on the water, flowing in the emotions, flowing, you know, on the surface, but it's kind of flowing quickly and easily. Yes. And the flow of money coming. Yes. I trust the flow. Beautiful. So um yeah. I have told you, Ellen, I'm really into Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> I love mm-hmm. her. You know, I when I was 14, 1984 or something is when she started doing her show and I would watch come home from school and sit on the couch with my mom and we would just have these deeper conversations and um, it really opened us up to our spiritual lives. And um, Uh I just listened to a couple of her super soul conversations. The one I, one that I listened to, I, one I sent to you and that I felt like that's about Uh the dream that I had had. And another one I listened to was all about trust. I'm going to send that one to you also. Um, yeah. And uh, mm. it's that's a huge lesson. That's been my soul's journey is to learn yeah. how to trust the universe or God or however you, you know, conceive of the higher power. I have to learn how to trust that, you know, it's once, yeah. once you're wounded, it's really hard to trust. So, yeah, I bet. Mm. And I, I know that, yeah, there are moments where I, I 
absolutely do not trust, you know, but I right, know that right. I think probably for most of us human beings, you know, it's a hard one. Um, yeah. But I think that, yeah, it is vital to trust the flow of, you know, of, of, of God, I guess. I, I, say, I think know, so too. And whatever you want to call it, just yes. yeah, moving, moving through and around and that life is for us you know, never against us, yes. you know, it's not happening yes. to us. I think, I think somebody said that in the last podcast, okay. um, which I really resonated with, yeah. you know, that things are, are happening for us, you know, that we don't right. have to right. guard against everything. And then the more open we are, the more things flow. And, Beautiful. Yeah. I often mm-hmm. quote John Perry Barlow, one of the lyricists of the Grateful Dead music, who, um, who coined the term pronia and he says it's the opposite of paranoia paranoia being thinking the world's out to get me you know and i have mm-hmm. to be a fighter with my armor armor on and pronia being i i recognize that the world and god and all of it is working in favor of me and in my favor yeah. and you know to help me you know and exactly. i think that's such a great way to live because we you know we need to trust (laughs) yes absolutely yeah absolutely yeah well thank you ellen is there anything else about this dream that you want to talk about um hmm. no i think i think i just i just want to you know kind of make a statement that i'd like to explore a little bit more the masculine and the feminine oh yes i would i also would being you know being in the emotion you know for myself just to kind of meditate on what what does that mean for me and and to um you know to kind of wonder to myself is do i need to dive a little deeper in is is there something okay not is there something i'm just skating the surface of or okay good or or is this just yeah just I think I just want to explore that yes you know it can also just be that things are easeful and I can accept that yes 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 yes. and they're flowing and it's smooth sailing you know I can accept that also but I do want to just you know make sure for myself that there isn't something a little more right that I need to look at that word flow that you know I listen to a lot of podcasts and as I said, I love Oprah very, very much. Mm-hmm. And um, and she often uses the word flow. And, you know, she has a school, a girls' school in South Africa. Do you remember the, mm-hmm. when she built that? Yeah, you know about that. So do, yeah. she said, I often tell my girls about flow. If when you're in the flow. So that's a, a word she uses a lot. And I, mm-hmm. I love to hear you exploring it as well. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. All right. So. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank Thanks you. Thank you. And um, I would love to hear your dream. Okay. Now, I I did have, as I said, I took my CBD oil, which really helped alleviate the pain that I'm experiencing mm. in the night and the cramping. As as many of you know, listeners, I have multiple sclerosis. So, um, but I'm really wanting to remember my dreams. So I, I gave myself a talking to, I must remember my dream. And I dreamed a lot and I didn't remember most of what I was dreaming, but I remember this. So, um, 
So I'm lying in <laughs> bless you. I'm lying in bed with my boyfriend, who is a black man with a mustache, and we are talking about reparations. Um, and then we're also talking about from the previous shootings too. That I'm sorry, did you say reparations? Reparations. And we were talking about reparations. Do you know? Okay. Uh, um, there's a lot of political talk right now about making reparations to the mm-hmm. black community in in money because to um, make up for slavery and Jim Crow laws and all the ways that the white people of America held down the black people. And yeah. um, okay. so we're talking about that. And it has something to do with the past two gun massacres that we're talking about. And, um, okay. And I, and I say to him, well, let's look back and see if there's a way to make everything okay. And that was, that was it. That's the dream. Hmm. (coughs) Excuse me. Um, how did you, how did you feel um, in the I, dream and when you woke up from the dream? In the dream, I felt good. I was lying with my boyfriend, you know. Oh, and it's interesting because I also am really into like Freudian slips of when we write things down and, um, mm-hmm. and it says flying in bed, flying in bed. So that, that uh, was fun. Like flying, like it, mm, not sure, mm. but um. Like as in I'm lying to you, that kind of thing, as in an untruth. Oh, well, if I was lying in bed, but I'm flying in bed, so maybe oh, flying, flying, flying. That was my oh. Freudian slip. <laughs> flying in bed, <laughs> flying in bed. Okay, yeah. that's. Hmm. And I woke up just feeling curious about the dream. Curious. I was just curious. Uh-huh. I wanted to mm-hmm. unpack it. Yeah, and. Does this person exist in real life? Is this somebody that you know? No, I I don't know him, and um, and you know it's funny to me that he has a mustache because I've I've never dated a man with a mustache. I to me that always was like, ooh, it's kind of creepy. He's kind like I don't know why, but it's from a different era, I guess. The mustache. The closest I came was when my estranged husband. Uh, had a beard and then he shaved it off and just left the mustache and I was like yeah no that's not gonna work for me <laughs> so it's funny that not I'm your look that's not I'm not mm. into it so um you know I think I just associate it with like the porn industry or something uh-huh I don't uh-huh. know why I, I totally actually it must be it now. must be you know something from a movie or not sure so um where I do like facial hair. I love beards, you know, I love goatees. Mm. So that mm-hmm. was interesting to me. Uh, but yes, I don't know this guy in waking life. Okay. Um, is there anything in, you know, in the imagery of the dream that, that could be real or um, that you've known, like the bed, the play, was it your, you know, actual now bed or was it? I had a other? feeling it was, but it wasn't at the same angle you know where my, the head mm-hmm. is and the feet are it was actually horizontal of that um so that's interesting 
It wasn't exactly mm. the way that my bed is in waking life, but so, um, so I think other things that are kind of lifelike is when I think about the shootings and white supremacy and, um, you know, it's, it's so hard for me and, you know, in a way, even though I'm Jewish and so white supremacists wouldn't consider me truly white. Um, but because I have white skin in a way, I, I have had great privilege in this world. And, um, so we were talking about reparations and it was really for him, I think, but I also was associating myself with that, um, community, which likely is not such a fair um, parallel and certainly could be looked at as like, you know, an entitlement problem. But um, I don't, I didn't feel like money would be coming to me. I just felt like we needed to take a look at uh, the two, the hatred and the two shootings. And um, as I said earlier, I'm taking a news fast because I just got too bogged down by all of the sorrow of the world. And, um, and then in the dream, I was just wanting to look at it. So um, there was a part of me that was resisting that because, wait, I'm taking a news fast. I can't look at hatred in the world. But I guess that's really what's called for in this dream. Yeah, yeah. Well, um yeah, so I, you know, I mean, everything I'm going to say is my my take, you know, if it okay. were if it were my dream. But just what you just said is like, in a way, if you're taking a news fast, yeah. um, yes. you can actually sink into the sort of deeper issues. Like the news is so sensational and it's so heartbreaking and it's so emotional and it's so intense. It's so like, ah, like you just, you know, it's too much. And so much so of it. So you sort of take, yeah. right? Just too much, too much for the, your energy system, your psyche, your heart. Yes. It's like just yes. too much right now. Too much so of it is a, a distraction. Break that, you're able to sort of think a little bit more into the Underline. actual emotionality of it. Yes. Like the real, you know, the real thing of it. And I, maybe that's, you know, I, I wonder if that's maybe happening a little bit, that you're giving your brain a break and, and some parts of you a break so that there's something deeper that can be felt or seen yeah. or known. Um, yes. Right. And, um, so my, my um, uh, re- reaction, I guess, to the word reparation. Yes. So I'm also Jewish, and I am first generation American. Both my, I mean, I'm a my parents are Holocaust survivors. Really? So oh, Ellen, I did dad, not know my dad that. Had passed, but you know, they were they were survivors of the Holocaust. Oh my they goodness! Were in Eastern Europe, and you know, about you know, I won't get into all that, but you know, yeah. that was their um, experience as young children, <clears throat> and um, quite an intense journey that oh, they both my goodness. had. And my parents my dad is actually well my mom now but um was getting reparations from from austria where oh, are you from? Really? For, for the holocaust for i'm not exactly sure how 
it really works. But like my mother is now getting a small amount of money every month as a reparation oh. from that. So, you know, when you talk about like being Jewish, you know, yeah, it's true that we in some way are the white privilege. Yes. Um, but we did, we did have that go on. And that was, you know, as real as slavery, you yes. know, in the moment it was happening. Uh, yes. And um, not, not to compare because, you know, yeah. the plight of African-Americans and people of color. We don't need to compare. difference in any way is just still endlessly yes. going on, you know. And, and I, I've the Holocaust been... is, is over on that yes. level, you know. So it's not really, you can't really compare it, but the flavor underneath it is, is, is similar. Yes. Um, you know, I was thinking about, you know, I was thinking also about, um, I know there's a lot of, uh, um, you know, mistrust, I'm going to say mistrust of the Jewish people, um, from the Christian people uh, the white mm-hmm. supremacists, perhaps, or the nationalists, or whatever. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, I was thinking there have been so many world atrocities and other holocausts of like Rwandan people or, you know, whomever, whomever. Many people have experienced that. But because our stories are so much a part of our Jewish culture, and um and now the Jews seem to have overcome certain limitations and uh in society. So um, you know, I, I I recognize that the Holocaust wasn't the only Holocaust, you know, but it's the Jews who like to relive our stories and our journey. And um yeah, so I wish for many cultures, every culture, to really honor even those very painful parts of the culture to keep it alive, to honor the people who had to live through that. And um, I think that's something the Jews really do right. I remember hearing a story about the Dalai Lama at a Passover Seder saying, you, you retell your stories, you know, every year, every, you know, every collection of you Jews get together to retell your story and he was saying we need to learn how to um, honor the stories of our people and regularly incorporate them into our culture and into the greater Mm -hmm. world so um, Mm -hmm. yeah so that's something also that I was thinking about yeah you know it's it's kind of interesting like conceptually I totally believe you know feel that that we need to remember yes you know what happened and then there's this other part of me that's like maybe just that part that sort of connects with the cosmic consciousness you know that feels like just move forward yes just keep moving forward yes it's not about forgetting but like I don't particularly buy into this like like let's sit in this and I don't know stew in it and I don't, I don't know about like keeping on remembering it in a way. I, oh. just, I don't know. That's just something that comes up for me yeah. sometimes around that, around the whole yes. thing about remembering what happened and remembering yes. what happened. It's like, can we just move forward? Yes. We just let's, you know, I don't know. That sounds kind of ignorant. Uh, well, I don't remember like, who, well, remember, not remember. I don't recall 
who who was the president at that time? Was that at what at Teddy what time? Roosevelt of the Holocaust? Oh gosh, um, I don't know. Okay, Eisenhower. Uh, Eisenhower was not. Um, Maybe right? Yeah. Oh. Well, I have, I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm not a historian. I'm not. And I'm not asking you to for a gotcha moment. But I just want to say, I believe it's him, although it may have been Churchill, you know, of England, who sent photographers to all the concentration camps. And they said, mm-hmm. you know, document everything, because I never want people to deny that this had happened. And so mm-hmm. all the pictures that we all likely are familiar with of like the starving men, shirtless men, mm-hmm. you know, gaunt faces and mm-hmm. piles mm-hmm. of shoes mm-hmm. of people who were exterminated and all of that. Um, and that was that was his idea so that no one ever can deny that this happened. And mm-hmm. I think that's also really valid because... Um, so, so much of the de- Holocaust deniers are, you know, just foregoing history, a historical account, and uh, yeah, just, just not learning mm-hmm. about the people of the world. Well, I guess the only, the only way that I really can, can feel that it's valid to keep, to sort of mm, give that any energy Yes. I guess is the way I would say. So it's like, yeah, we want to remember, but I don't want to give it energy. Okay. I don't want to feed it any energy. But right. Yes, I, I remember this happened. The only reason I think to remember is so that it doesn't happen again. Yes. And the truth is it is happening. It again. is happening like said, right now. It, it is happening right now in our own country. We are, ha- we're why yeah. this is happening. Never again is mm-hmm. right now. It's right now. I it's love right now. I love right. these that's, young that's Jewish activists who are, saying no, who are going down to, you know, these detention centers at the border of Mexico and the U.S. and saying never again. And, you know, it's I feel so proud of of my brethren for doing that. But I have to say the other side of it is I feel so ashamed of my brethren for um, for um the the pedophilia that I keep reading about and mm-hmm. you know and I don't even want to say the name of the great pedophile mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. recently deceased mm-hmm. you know when I look around at, at the names of the you know powerful men around this person there there are so many Jewish names you know Dershowitz you know I mean whatever I mean certainly there's other other names too are you still there? I am. Okay, good. Can you hear me? Do you hear that beeping? Sorry? Oh, Can you I'm, hear me? Yeah, I hear you. I'm sorry. Yeah, My I'm friend here. was calling me. It was like call waiting oh, beep. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so, so, and there's that way too that, you know, I don't know. It's that question of, you know, am I my brother's keeper? You know, am I responsible in some way for, um, the treachery of mm. people who might be Jewish. And I, mm-hmm. you know, it's, I don't, I don't want to align myself with them. They, they embarrass and disgust me and I, and, and sadden me. So um, mm-hmm. then there's that. 
which I don't really want to go so deeply into. I'm just saying it. Yeah. So, so you're, yeah, I, yeah. Yep. I'm, I'm just wondering if you're talking about like, are you talking about sort of like the shadow side of us, you know, to, as a reflection of. I I am, I am, but I'm also Mm -hmm. talking about like, like my cultural responsibility, you know, Mm -hmm. like if I'm Mm -hmm. going to align myself with Jews, not at the expense of aligning myself with all of humanity, but, um, you know, it's, it's my heritage, it's my family's history and goes back however many generations, um, yeah, I just feel like I feel more saddened and more disgusted when people who are criminals in this world have Jewish last names. I'm sorry for that. Uh-huh. I see that it's yeah. also a shadow of myself. Obviously, mm-hmm. I would never act on anything like that. You know, I think one of the right. reasons I started this news fest is because I saw an article about you know, the pedophile that we were discussing who remains unnamed, please. And Mm -hmm. he, it was a picture of him in the middle of these four little girls. And Mm. the little girls, these were his victims. They were so shining and so pure and so lovely. And it's not just about sex. It's about power overpowering making them nervous can you imagine being 15 and having some rich and powerful guy tell you to take off all your clothes you know i would be terribly nervous you know that's Mm -hmm. that's not something that one should ever do to another person you know and he did it to hundreds of girls yeah well that's i think that's what people do when they don't feel um, empowered themselves they right. feel less than and it's and it's unconscious they don't you know they're right. not aware that they're feeling like that they just they they the shadow gets thrown outward right and, and yeah that power you know in these despicable ways yes um and you know i think it's just total men- mental illness in my opinion and yeah, I, I don't you know I don't associate, uh, you know, the, the Jewishness in a way, like Good. to me, it's just this individual. And I, I kind of just walk a line sometimes, um, between the connection to my history and my people as it were. Um, and, and the other side of the line is the world is my, there. Everyone is my people. That's we right. are all just a part of the same mechanism the same thing the same moving i don't know <laughs> matrix of yes. being you know like we're all just little pieces of one bigger thing and it doesn't in some ways it doesn't matter yes. whether i'm jewish or that person is black or yes. from you know iran or whatever you know yes whatever religion or culture or differences it doesn't really matter i mean yes. this is on the really on that cosmic consciousness yes. level, you know, the level yes. that is just the really higher consciousness. Absolutely. Um, but I, I do aspire towards that. Yes. And so I'm, you know, so I struggle sometimes, you know, when people post things on Facebook about, 
whatever, the Holocaust, remembering the Holocaust right, or right. never again, or something about the Jewish culture or something, you know, um, when one of the temples got, you know, shot up, you know, oh, by somebody yes. a, a while ago. I can't remember Tree exactly of what life. it was, but, you yeah. know, with this whole big Jewish outcry. And, you know, yes. it is, it is, is it a front, it is an affront against us, you know, yes. as a people, but yes. it's also just, I don't know, there's something in me that sort of steps back from that. Yes. And wants to just look at it in it, in it kind of more, um, Universal, I don't know. universal way. Yeah, yes. yeah. So I, I don't, I don't know what more to say about that, and I don't, yeah. it, you know, I don't know. It's not a better or worse thing. It's just kind of something that I notice yes. that in the world yes. um, that I kind of I struggle in myself with. You know, not wanting to get too caught up in the, um, yeah, um, yeah, just your cultural difference and just. Yeah, I I want to say aho. Idealistic, but yeah. So me, I want to say aho. You know this native <sighs> affirmation because yes, it's very very yeah. much. And uh, you know, I have to say too that this was, a, you know, some years ago I believe when this kind of woke consciousness was arise arising on the scene of of all of us, and um. And I felt like, well, you know, in a way, I'm, I'm proud to stand with my brothers and sisters of color, you know, mm-hmm. and not with hate and not with, you know, not, not uh, white enough, not blonde enough, not blue eyed enough or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's, it's a, uh, and I felt like, okay, yeah, do put me in this category with my my brethren of my brothers and sisters of color, because that's whom I want to align with and not with hate and not with, uh, what's the word there's unification, but there's also like, you're not one of us. You're Mm -hmm. not as good as us. You're less than you are less than because of your religion or because of the color of your skin. So um, in that yeah. way, the dream really evoked that for me because my boyfriend, who I'm, who I'm flying with, <laughs> I'm flying mm-hmm, with him, mm-hmm. is a black man. And so um, so that's just interesting to me. You know, I, I, yeah, well, and, may, and maybe, you know, in my sort of thought of it is, um, yeah, that, that that's what we need to do is to team up with the, yes. you know, the opposite, right? Like, he's a man, he's black. I'm not sure what the mustache is, because yeah. I, I also have that sort of similar association. Okay. <laughs> we, well, we're born <laughs> in the same... slightly sleazy about it. We're probably uh, you know, born in I, the so same sure, year. Maybe you it's know? just something that doesn't, isn't quite your thing. Right. right. It's not quite your thing, and he's different, and he looks different, and has a different mm. cultural background, and maybe it's like getting together in this intimate way and flying yes. and flying like, and really taking a hold of this, um, yes. this issue in our culture and, and really yes. yeah, flying with it. I like that. I like that um, play yes. on words. Yes. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And so, so that is the dream. That is the dream, yeah. Um, 
trying to think if there's anything else I have to say about that. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm just trying to think of the bed, the piece about the bed being yeah. in a slightly different place. Yes. It's kind of, it's kind of, so it's kind of now. It's kind of now, but it's, yes. it's a little different. It's just kind of like, yeah, maybe this, this, this needs, things need to be a little different now. Okay. They need to be, you know, a little different. Yes. Um, and I always think of the bed as, well, it, it's like an, it's like your intimate, your intimate private space. Yes. If it's your bed, you know. Yes. So maybe there's something in that, it, in the intimate space of your own, you know, being, um, yes, that is, or wants to be looking at things differently, which it sounds like from what you've been saying that this true for you, um, you know, wanting to take a news fast and to kind of yes. have, have that different experience of what is happening now. Um, yes. I guess, I guess that's, that's what all I would say. And is there, um, anything else you want to say or any other hits that you're having about um, it? I'm already thinking about how can I honor the dream? Yeah, good. Okay. Well, there you go. How can you honor this dream? Um, well, uh, let me see. <laughs> I'm laughing only because I do have like a flirtation with a black man who is really uh, flirtatious with me, but I, you know, I, for other reasons, I think he is so handsome and sexy and all of that, but, um, he happens to be married <laughs> and that's, uh -huh. and that's why I'm not, I'm not pursuing it. You know, it doesn't have to do with his race at all, but, um, so I'm not going to honor this dream by like getting together with him. No, that's not <laughs> the way idea. I can honor this. <laughs> so, uh, well, I think I just need to explore more fully um, differences in culture, perhaps, and you know, what does, what does reparations really mean, you know? Mm. And, um, <clears throat> you know, is, is money the only way that we can repair a wound? I mean, that's one way that helps a lot, helps a lot of people, but, um, mm -hmm. then there's also our changing consciousness that is absolutely a repair of, um, the, the, problems with our world you know mm -hmm. yeah i'm not sure. sure how about you do you have any ideas how i can honor this hmm. yeah i like the exploration of the reparation you know yeah um like what does that actually mean um right yeah is there something other than money? Because that's, uh, like I said, that's what I think of, too. It's yes. Like people are getting money from, you know, the Austrian government. Yes. From the Holocaust. And it's like, you know, it's whatever. Money it helps. Money and it's nice to have a little extra money. But it pays it the bills. do anything for what happened. Right. You know, I don't know that right. it really makes anything okay. I think, you yeah. Know? Sure. It's a little helpful. But on a, on a, maybe it's just exploring that concept on a. Yes. 
a, a deeper level. Yes. So I want to explore that. But I want to see now I'm having so much fun with the lightning dream work. I want to create a bumper sticker. Okay. <laughs> and maybe true to mm-hmm. Robert Moss's uh, system. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my bumper sticker. Hmm. I am he as you are, he as we are, we, and we are all together. (laughs) Can I say that? Come together. Right now. I like it. Okay. (laughs) Wonderful. I like it. Thank you, Ellen. So you were saying you have a dream that you'd like to work on from, um, from a recent uh, sleep you had? Yeah. Do, if we have, do we have time? Yeah, for that? I, you know, sure. I think we do. I just I love to create these podcasts as long as they may be, and I hope that they're not a hindrance for people. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I can I can uh, kind of just breeze breeze through this one in a way, just because um, pretty right there. Okay. This was a couple of weeks ago, I guess. Um, yeah, something like that. Oh, well, actually, it's probably more like, yeah, anyway, it was, it was maybe three weeks ago. Um, and I had just moved, just moved into a new house or apartment. It was a very strange layout. It was kind of um, small rooms with a lot of big, clunky wooden furniture placed in strange ways. Um, and um, I was going out and I was wearing this particular skirt that I recently bought, and and it has this kind of New Mexican colors in it. This is in Waking Life. Okay. That is my skirt that I was wearing in the dream, and I was also wearing this, like an open weave, like a chain mail top. Okay. Which basically, was I was pretty much naked. It was like oh. chains kind of going across my body and like just barely covering my nipples. But every yeah. but I was you know as exposed. But I was sort of wearing a top. Okay. Um. And I and I was fine with it. I didn't feel you know any ah. I didn't feel any discomfort, um, or vulnerability. And um, I met these two guys out wherever I was, wherever I went out, and um, they were both really attractive to me. And I don't remember what they looked like, but they. I was attracted to them somehow. And they came back to the apartment and helped me move things around. Like they were oh. there to help me move things to make it better. Um, and as they were moving things around, they revealed like on the back side of one of the like, dressers or pieces of furniture, all this beautiful colors like blues and greens and kind oh. of shimmery, almost as if like paint had fallen off the, the, you know, there was something painted underneath the wood and, this somehow got revealed as they were moving things around. I thought I thought it was very beautiful, um, and I was also loving this attention and loving that they were revealing these beautiful colors. and And then somehow my mother's voice, or she was there somehow, and she said, "Well, of course, you know they're paying attention to you. Look at the way you're dressed." <laughs> and that was the end of the day. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And, you know, just to say that the part about my mother was the littlest piece of the dream. It was just that little, Right. it was almost like a leftover thing in my psyche. You yes. know, it almost just feels like it wasn't part of my real truth Absolutely. anymore, but, but it was interesting. Funny. <laughs> and and I didn't feel like that in the dream. I felt, um, I felt, I felt good in the dream that I was moving into a new place, yes. which I am in waking life wanting to do. Okay. And, um. 
yeah, that even though it was an odd space, I found these guys to help me do something different and hmm. reveal different, you know, things. And yes. I, I felt really good and positive and, and appreciated and kind of happy in the dream. Yes. Yes. So I didn't think I was doing anything weird to attract attention. <laughs> right. What would you name this dream? What title would you give this dream? Um, new spaces. Okay. And oh, I forgot this part. Uh, is there anything you would like to know in particular about this dream? Um, <clears throat> I guess I'm curious if it, if it's you know if the dream is is telling me that there's there is this, a new space coming, oh. uh, which I think there is. But also, yes. you know, who who are these men and? What is what is the meaning of these men yes. in the dream and in my life? Yes. Um, yeah. So um, part, I, always, I say I always find this a brilliant piece of the reality check, is when Robert Moss asks, could any of this happen in the future? Looking for any precognition and uh, tips and, or warnings or, nothing, or anything like this. So I hear you saying you do want to move. So yes, mm -hmm. it's very likely in the future you will find another place, mm -hmm. and certainly you might meet two guys that help you move. That's something that could happen in the future. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, say more and... about the the colors that are revealed. From yeah. Um... Yeah, I guess so. The, the the feeling of the the space was it was very overcrowded. It was very like the ceilings were kind of high, but the rooms were really small, and there was a lot of dark wood, tall dark wood furniture, you know, kind of everywhere, like placed in weird willy nilly positions. And, okay. Um, you know, not not right. Terrible feng shui and too, too yeah. cluttered and too yes. much stuff, and somehow. Um, and it was all very brown, very dark brown okay. kind of, you know, wooden furniture, like yes. not my taste and too dark. And okay. so I don't know. I don't know what more to say about, you know, the colors that got revealed, I guess, felt very watery, yes. beautiful, like just beautiful yes. strokes of bright, like turquoise and blues and greens kind of yes. across going um, horizontally across one particular, you know, piece of furniture. Oh. Um, and it was, I don't, I'm not sure if it was something that was on the back and I didn't see, or if it was just kind of magically appeared. Okay. And, you know, and it was one of these guys who was like, hey, look at this. You know, he, yeah. he saw it or, or ah. you know, he, he was somehow, um, yeah, he, he was the one who revealed it to me. Yes. Um, yeah. So it was, maybe it was like about. I don't know, looking underneath, just being oh. able to see underneath something, being able oh. to see the beauty and appreciating what's, 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 yeah, what's not always read, you know, easily seen. Yes. And what's not immediately seen. Mm, I love it. In my version of yeah. this dream, it's also bringing, bringing light into the darkness, the darkness of the wood furniture. But look, that's, it's got bright colors on it it's uh it feels to me like 
if there's a place in my life where I feel like a dark cloud, um, mm. that that actually, if I, what did you say? You said look a little deeper. What did you say? I don't recall. Yeah, but, just look yeah. a little deep. Look underneath. Look underneath, underneath the surface of it. something, maybe. And and therefore, um, I actually can bring the light. So if this were my dream, so I, tell me if I'm picturing this correctly. So you're saying sort of like a chain link top? Are you meaning like like a crocheted top, like crocheted with big? Well, have yeah. So it reminds me. What can I? It, there's um. Ch- it's called chain mail. Okay. <laughs> it's actually, it's actually like metal woven. Yeah. You know, I'm going to say fabric in quotes because it's metal. It's literally okay. like a woven. Wow. It's it's kind of it's like what um, uh, knights used to wear underneath. Oh their yeah, armor. Was, that's what I was thinking of. Right. Yeah. But it's but they, but it's not it wasn't a solid piece like that. It was like one sort of chain going down and one chain going across. It was oh, very oh. wide open. Wow. So my body was very revealed. Yes. My upper body. Yes. And and my lower body was wearing a, a, a skirt. skirt that I have in, in waking life that I've been wearing a lot. Yes. Because I like it. Yes. Yes. So that's so interesting. So, Ellen, I know you as a modest woman, and, um, hmm. you know, I my projection, and obviously I'm not you, but my projection is that, um, you know, you're, you don't put that much stake in the surface um, of, of look, you know, youth and looks, and, you know, to me, you're a woman of much greater substance than that. And while you are very beautiful in my eyes, um, that that's sort of, it's more about feeling good about myself. You know, if I have that voice in my, in my head of my mother saying, well, of course they're helping you. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, slut. <laughs> I'm just kidding. My mom never thought I was a slut. But, um, you know, it's, uh, to me, I do have that voice. You know, I think we all have the critic, the voice in our head, whomever we attribute it to. It's that the critic. And and mm-hmm. to know that it really doesn't belong to me. I feel really good. I don't feel exposed. I think you said I don't feel vulnerable. And um, what's so interesting is mail for, you know, uh, chain mail for a night. Like you said, it's it's like protection. And uh, yes. Steve's against vulnerability, probably, and um, and so in my in my case, even though I'm dressed in a way that one might think is very vulnerable, um, I feel I feel good, I feel fine, and I I don't feel like there's anything wrong with how I'm dressed. Yeah, yeah, it was, I, you know, I think, and then maybe in waking life too, like I, I am, I am really accepting my body. Yes. Like I actually recently um, had a visit with an old friend and I said, I love my body. Oh, it was my sister-in-law actually had a conversation with her, whatever, talked about weight and body and all that stuff. And I just said, I love my body and my body is just average, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's not like my like. Oh, I recently lost weight, and I'm all fit and fabulous. Yes. It's just my body is just my body. Yes, and I've always struggled with 
my body yes. <laughs> and liking my body and all of that. And yes. I just, I just said it so naturally. I love my body. Oh, and beautiful. It was, it was this whole turnaround with, yes. with our conversation. And it just, you know, instead of being about, oh, I need to stop eating this and yes. start exercising and yes. blah, 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 and get more. It was just like a, this incredible acceptance. And I think that that is happening for me in waking life. Oh. And so in the dream, I think it was like, well, I would never dress like that, really. But I, right. I would dress right. a little bit maybe more revealing than I, I don't know, used to. Okay. Because I'm, you know, my body's just fine. You're a gorgeous woman. I don't have to woman. hide anything. Yeah. I, you know, yeah. within reason. <laughs> I have to say, um, I always... I always say, state this because I've been having it a lot with the podcast, but I'm feeling uh, the the fingers and the hair of the crown chakra. You know, I'm feeling the the um, energy around my crown chakra, and that indicates to me that um, that we're really getting there <laughs> to where we need to go in our exploration. Mm. You know, mm. to feel good about one's own body. That's essential you know especially oh so essential yeah, right yes and we as women in our culture just wow it's not that's a that's a biggie yes that's a biggie so I'm curious yeah. when you said this to your sister-in-law what was her reaction what was what what was your sister-in-law's reaction to myself saying, oh, oh yeah. I love she, my body I think she was delighted because yes <clears throat> You know, I think she too is tired of her own struggle and her own, you know, and here, and my whole family, it's again my family, my whole family system. Everybody's always kind of diet and uh, doing different things. And, yes. you know, it's always been like that, like yes. the topic of conversation. And it's just incredibly boring after a while, Isn't it? to be honest. I mean, yes. it really is. It's just like, wow, there's so many other things. So <laughs> I think she was just like, she's like, yeah, you should be you have a beautiful body. And, yes. and, you know, and it wasn't about complimenting me. That wasn't, it was just like, yay for the acceptance. I think exactly. she really, she really appreciated it. Oh, how wonderful. I think she really appreciated it. I'm so glad. It's like, it was like, it's almost like, okay, that's, that's a new line of thinking. I'd like to go there. Yes. I, f I felt a little bit like that. Right. Right. You know, and my sharing that with her. Yes. Wonderful. I love it. It's and really... also, I think she could see me differently too. Oh, you know, you know, she sees me now. As, I mean, I'm, you know, projecting how she's seeing me, but right. <laughs> the possibility to be seen as just, uh, you know, having um, just the acceptance, the surrender, the yes. kind of a humility in a certain way. Like, yeah, it sounds like oh, conceited. I love my body, but right. it's not. You know, yeah. you know that that's there's something. There's a humility almost in it, right? Um, I, I, yeah, that's kind of a funny choice of words for that, but that's what's going on. Humility, up. yes, um, yes, yes. And uh, I think anything like that, if we also have gratitude, I'm I'm grateful to be accepting my body more. Then it feels yes. okay. Yes, then it feels absolutely. like, oh, I'm not being too self, you know, oriented or like feeding into this cultural idea of what the body should look like or. You know, mm -hmm. it's like I'm grateful to have this relationship with my form, the the vehicle yes. that will carry my spirit all through this life. You know, I'm grateful yes. to my body. And, and thank you for that. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yes, absolutely. I have much, much gratitude. Yes. For for the yeah, for this for this recognition and this piece of the journey. Right. Yeah. Right.
right? Because that's exactly right. Our body is the house of our spirit. That's right. And if I'm constantly railing against my body, where does my spirit have the room to grow? That's right. You know, if I'm down on my body, then, you know, I, again, and I think I said this earlier in this pod, we have to advocate for ourselves. You know, Mm -hmm. we are our strongest advocate. We have to, um, believe in ourselves if we you know want other people to believe in us I say this to my mm-hmm. my nine-year-old a lot because he has a way to go to the negative um mm-hmm. and and that's very unlike me as listeners of this podcast probably have gathered I laugh a lot you know I I love mm-hmm. to laugh I um so I think that uh and I say to him Honey, you need to be your strongest advocate. If you believe that you're a good friend, if you believe that you're, you know, uh, he has a different, he has a different definition of the word cool, <laughs> but from, I'm from 1970. In my, my world, cool means like, yeah, I got it going on. I'm, I'm in the flow, you know, in his uh-huh, world, it's very uh-huh. different. So I don't know that that would be a compliment to him, but, um, you know, you, if you feel a certain way about yourself. Other people will take the clue from you. And so I'm really also saying this to the listener that you are your best advocate. And so please yeah. believe in yourself as best you can because others then will take the clue from you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And uh, <laughs> this is reminding me, um, I hate to bring this up again, but my ex ex-husband, um, like I would be standing in front of the mirror and kind of like looking at myself going, Oh God, uh, I can't believe yeah. like, yeah, if I put on the pound or something and I'd be right. squishing my belly or looking right. at my butt going, right. Oh God, uh, uh, you know? Yeah. I can relate to everything. To offend him. It used to offend him. So, I mean, he oh. really, you know, to his credit in a way, you know, like yeah. he was onto something. I don't think he quite had the way to share what he was on to about it. But, you know, he he would say, like, if you're hating your body, well, what about me? Like, yeah. I am I picked you. That's right. And if you're hating yourself, then how, how am I supposed to feel about you? Exactly. I mean, and about myself. actually. Yeah. How do I feel about myself? You know, if I pick someone who doesn't love herself. Right. It, right. How does that, how does that make, make me look? I mean, I think that was kind of, you know, I don't yeah. know how he was really thinking about it, but sure. yeah. What does that mean for me? I think it's just like, what does that mean for me? Like, does that, what does that mean about myself? Yes. Why, why I picked you who doesn't like yourself or right. am I supposed to not like yourself too? Am I supposed right. to agree with you that yeah, right. you're so fat or you're so you right. know, whatever, you know? No, dear. You're not uh, supposed to agree with me, right? No, Isn't you're not supposed to, but you know, but it's, it's, yeah. a, it's a very difficult position to put somebody, you Absolutely. know, who's your intimate. It's a difficult position to put somebody in when you're doing that, when you're being negative and down on yourself like yes. that. And I, and I really recognize that. I yes. really recognize that. Yes. It, yes. it just brings everybody down. It's a complete untruth, you know, and who right. cares if I gain a pound or two, sure. you know, no one notices. Sure. No one really cares unless it becomes something that's unhealthy. Right. And, um, it brings this negative attention and it's yucky it's yucky it is <laughs> because it's just you know yucky. again I love so the I'm, idea I'm yeah pleased to be sort of yeah that in even in that dream yes. that it, it sort of told me that I'm I'm not in that I'm not in yeah. that space yeah you know even my even in the unconscious you know in the dream world like it's saying yeah you're you're good 
you, this is your body. This is exactly yep. how it is. And yep. People see your body. Yep. You're not hiding it. And, exactly. You know, and you're not and pretending like too... sometimes like you think you wear certain clothes and you can get away with something, you know, right, but it's like, right. no, here's my body. My yes. breasts are basically hanging out. Yes. And, um, you know, whatever, there I am. Droopy I'm, as I'm they may be it. at this moving stage. furniture around <laughs> and. Yes. You know, right. having people help me do things and yes. there's nothing lascivious about the, the connection with these guys. And right. it's great. And I love that, too, that these guys aren't just lusting after me. I mean, you know, there was a terrible time when we were growing up where people were blaming the victim. You know, blame, shaming. Right. Shame. You're wearing a miniskirt. Or yeah. Whatever. Oh, like, you, oh, you shouldn't have been, been sure. It. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, and then, yeah. of course, we all can disprove that now in the me too era of like that's mm-hmm. just not real and that's just not accurate but um it's very empowering to feel i can be in the world i can you know reveal myself and these guys aren't just about wanting you know to have a sexual relationship with me they wanted to help me so in my version yeah. of this dream these are good guys and they wanted to help me they you know the other interesting thing that's just coming up for me now is that they wanted to help me in a way that i really wanted their help like yes like I, there is something about that that i love like people helping you set up a home yes or, you know i had that once with this guy in my old neighborhood where i lived for a long time in brooklyn and he was like my handyman, you know, but he was also my friend. And, yes. you know, he probably wanted to, you know, have okay. too. <laughs> I sort of got that. But, you know, that never, he never, we never crossed. I didn't want that. And he never crossed that line. Okay. But he would come in and he would paint things. And if I said, oh, I would love to move this, he would help me move furniture. Oh, so great. Make my, you know, he had like an opinion on what would make my space nicer. Beautiful. And that's really important to me, like the feng shui and energy. Yes. Yes. Very into that. And he would help me with that. And so there was something so touching my heart about that. Um, yes. So so in a way, the dream is like, yeah, these guys yes. are not lusting after me because right. I'm topless. They're wanting to do something <laughs> that I really want them to do that makes me feel really good in my heart yes. and my energy. Yes. And that's really sweet. Yes. <laughs> I agree. And, um, and, and, and I, I'd like to think that that's really possible in life. I believe that that is really possible in life, you know. Yeah. And while it's really, I love this idea. It's it's not my business what other people think of me, you know. It's just my business what I think of myself, you know. But Absolutely, yeah. That's that's perfect. That's mm. a good. That's a good bumper sticker. <laughs> okay. That's a good bumper sticker for this dream. Can you re-quote it? Re re say it. Um. <clears throat> It doesn't matter what other people think of me. It matters what I think of myself. Beautiful. Beautiful. And now what yeah. action can you take in the waking world to honor this dream? Hmm. Well, you told it, and that's an honoring, as you had said earlier. Mm-hmm. Um... Ellen, do you do well, any... one, thing, one thing that I am doing, actually, yes. you know, that I have been doing already, but will continue to do is to keep uh, looking for new space. Yes, yes. Um, maybe in the looking for, I have been looking for a very particular kind of space, okay. um, you know, that's kind of very clean around the edges and, yes. you know, not too funky. I mean, okay. this is in waking life. This is what I'm looking for. Yes. Like something that, yeah, like that. And so maybe the dream is telling me, 
that I can look for something that maybe is a little funkier, but to look underneath it to see if there's some yes. way that I can make it work. I know, love that. Even if it is a little funky. Cause, right. <clears throat> right. Yeah. That's more readily findable. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Than what I'm actually looking for. So. And similarly on, on that vein, this is, I'm going out of order for a moment. My projection mm, right. is, I, know, I didn't, I don't even know if I did all the right things in my dream, my <laughs> work with you. <laughs> I think, I, I think you did. We're just exploring. I'm just using different teachers methods to help mm-hmm. us along the exploration. But um, my body is far from perfect, you know, and if I can mm-hmm. feel good about it, you know, perhaps my body, which is the vehicle for my soul, you know, is the house for my soul. And then my house, if, excuse me, is parallel to my physical body or can ah. really represent my physical body. So if I can feel really good, even though I'm not perfect, then yes, maybe I can find a place that I'd absolutely make my own, even if it's not perfect. I love that. I absolutely love that connection. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Thank you. You're welcome. Very, very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love Mm. doing dream work with you, Ellen. This is good for me. Me too. It's so juicy. Yes. Yes. Fun. (laughs) It's fun. And I think it's uh, Robert Moss who says, dreams give us homework, you know, if we really explore our dreams, they're going to give us follow-up work to do, such as, you know, explore deeper into what is reparations or um, yeah. you, whatever it is, whatever it is, house hunting. Exactly. I think that's what I love about it. It makes, you know, um, I always say, like, when, I, when I'm not dreaming, my soul feels a little far away from me yes you know like I feel a little empty somehow yes and so when I I love this kind of work you know the kind of homework that a dream will give you yes is um meaning making is the way I want to say it just juicy it's like yeah this is what I want to be focusing on is these deeper explorations yeah me too and Um, it's you know I feel like so much about dream work and um really anything in our lives is about meaning making. We need to make our lives meaningful. We do. You know, again, nobody's going to do it for us. We are ourselves. Nobody else is. So therefore, if I want a more meaningful life, I have to create the meaning in my life that I can then um, absolutely. Celebrate. Absolutely. I, I wholeheartedly believe that as well, that, that, um, I posted something on Facebook a really long time ago and I forget it was, yeah, I probably shouldn't even bring it up cause I don't remember okay. who it was, or, but it was, it was something like, um, um, it might've been Carl Jung, okay. um, that said something about like more than looking for happiness, we need to find, we we need to look for meaning in our lives. Oh, but that's more beauty, important in beautiful. like living a rich, um, um, satisfying life is to find meaning. And I so resonated with that because our culture is so into happy, be, find yeah. happiness. It's like the opposite of the shadow, right? So we're yes. all in the looking for happy and we're not, balancing it out with our shadow you know and you know the sort of new age movement I will just you know say that in quotes you know the new age movement about you know everything should be happy and we all know that that is not true but no um 
but yeah, that, that it's not so, but we spend a lot of time and money trying to find happiness. Think, yes. Um, in our, in our world today. And really, it's really about this work, which isn't so always easy. This, you know, diving into our dreams and no, into our it's soul not. and our spirit and the yeah. co- cosmic collective consciousness. And, you know, yes. But it's so rich. It's just, so, I can't imagine so a life rich. without this. Oh, me neither. Um, I have a friend of mine who, who was just like, I'm just not happy. And I'm like, but who, whoever promised you like ongoing happiness, you know, I mean, if we can learn from our world, the sun rises and then the sun sets, the tides come in and then the tides go back out, you know, it's summer, but then it's going to be winter again where I live. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, exactly. well, where I live too. <laughs> okay. And not, so, not extreme. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I was thinking, you know, why do you believe, I mean, the, the moon waxes and wanes. What That's is teaching right. you in this world that that happiness should be uninterrupted or hindered in any way? You know, the the harder times in our lives make it so the joyful times in our lives can be more appreciated and more celebrated yeah. because we know what it's like not to have that. Yeah. Yes, yeah, we need, the, we need the light to shine onto the darkness. Yeah, it's, it's really kind of, good. It's from, just the way. Yeah, it's just the ultimate truth, you know, about things. Yeah, and and yeah. this is good for me because I don't know uh, if you have been listening uh, to a couple of the pods. There's one podcast where I'm speaking with Susan Rosen about Jeremy Taylor, and we're talking also about the shadow, and then we're remembering Jeremy taught us about the bright shadow which is another piece of it when we put all of our best qualities onto someone else and we don't recognize it or own it in ourselves. And um, so I've been doing a lot of shadow exploration and, um, mm. and it's been hard for me because I know, I know that I can be rose colored glasses. You know, one of my dream teachers, Dr. Larson used to call me Pollyanna, you know, and used I to call you what? I'm sorry. Pollyanna, Pollyanna oh, uh-huh. from the myth of, yeah. you know, everything is lovely. And I, mm-hmm. and it's important, I think, for me also to be realistic. Yeah, it's great to think positively in my esteem, but um, also we have to open the door to the guest house. <laughs> We've been talking about That's a Rumi right. poem. Yes, yeah. I did hear, I did hear um, your guest recite that yes, yes. Rumi poem. Yes. And, um, in your last podcast, David. and I thought, you know, yes. just pr- profound as Rumi is <laughs> yes. about that. Um, I believe that um, uh, Mary Oliver also has a poem oh, yes. that is yes. uh, on that same topic about yes. inviting everyone to the table. Yes. At the dinner party, letting them all have a, have a seat at the table kind of yes. thing. Yes. And um, Susan, that is true. Susan that was really saying. true. It's just including it all right happiness is um it's not a right no no not a right it's a privilege and again we have to create that you know i can right i can react to something or i can respond you know or i can as david taught in that podcast you're talking about we can revisit this another time when our emotions are not so agitated. So um, I, I think that that's 
really the best way to be for myself is mm-hmm. equanimous, equanimous. <laughs> uh huh. You yeah. know, however you say that word. Yeah, you know what have happened. equanimity. Yes, thank you. <laughs> so, um, so I, I for myself, you know, because I can get too much into the light to the point of not realistic. But if I'm really true to the reality of my life, there have been a lot of dark moments. And mm-hmm. then there's the light. And then the light comes. And then the, the moon is waxing. And then it's full again. And uh, the, dark is, the dark is waning. And then the sun rises and whatever it is. But we need to hold space for both. Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. we need to do. Absolutely must. We must. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's all about the balance of of things. And we're always out of, we're always looking for the balance, right? So a little more here, a little more there, a little less of this, a little more of that. I think it's the way of life as human beings. I agree. Mm -hmm. I agree. It's good to remember. It's good to remember when we're feeling low or dark. It's really good to remember. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, I've been thinking about, too, I've been thinking about this quote we attribute to King Solomon, who said, this too shall pass. So, yes. yeah, this, this darkness shall pass, and then the light will come again, or the light yeah. might pass, and then harder times will come again. But whatever happens, we need the equanimity to not mm-hmm. react, to don't react. Just observe, as David taught so much about meditation in that podcast, you know, we can observe what's happening, not be attached to it, and Mm -hmm. uh, just watch it, just let it be there, and and then this too will pass. Right, 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 exactly. Include it in your experience, just include it. Hold it, somebody said, I think, in one of your other podcasts, I can't remember. Okay. Um, I listened to quite a few of them yesterday. I'm like so glad. I'm so glad. Alan, are you subscribed? Uh, you must subscribe, my dear. I must what? Subscribe. Every every listener, please subscribe. Subscribe. Oh, yes, I am. Sub- I am okay. subscribed. Yes. <laughs> Wonderful. I am, I am subscribed. Please subscribe yeah. because I want to see if I can actually make some money doing this. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how one makes money from podcasts, but we can talk about that another time. Yeah, um, we won't even get into that. No. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I would love to see that happen for you. That's yes. super cool. That would be great. And my promise, my promise to listeners is I will not inundate you with ads. They'll be connected to DreamWork. You know, if, oh, very good. if I do any ads, it's going to be about bedding <laughs> and pillows. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I won't, mm-hmm. I won't bother you about the cash app or any of these other. <laughs> uh, yeah, good. <laughs> okay. I know. I feel that way too. I get offended when people try to advertise to me, but yeah. 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 Well, even, even Oprah's podcasts, you know, they have all kinds of ads. Yeah, they, yes, they do. Right. Okay, good. <laughs> And then I just, if I could just say, I, this is an aside, but this might have some, maybe you, you can find where it's connected to these dreams we just shared. But, um, so I was listening to another Oprah uh, podcast and she was talking about 
you know, and I was, and I was just thinking, I love her so much. And, um, and then I was thinking, gosh, I'm, I'm so not giddy, but like joyful, happy. And I, I think I need to be more, um, uh, serious and more of a teacher perhaps. And I was thinking of all the ways I want to be more like Oprah. And the very next Mm -hmm. thing she says in this podcast is just be yourself. And then she talks about how (laughs) she was not like Barbara Walters, you know, she's not like Phil Donahue, you know, and when she was told by uh, an employer, just be yourself, how freeing that was for her. So for me, that was just awesome to hear because then I realized, all right, you know, I can be happy and I can be also more weighted. But if I'm just being true to myself, that's what's required of me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's all you can really do. Right. Yes. I mean, spending time trying to be somebody else or like someone else is just great. It's exhausting. <laughs> it's exhausting. <laughs> awful. I but I know we, we do that sometimes yeah. <laughs> when we don't feel somehow like we're right or we're enough. And this brings me to a Hasidic little story, which I'll tell, which is, um, so uh, there's some uh, famous Hasidic rabbis that we read their stories, uh, Reb Elamelech, and then his brother, Reb Zusha. And there, I don't know who they're students of, but there's a whole lineage of teacher to student. And, um, and Reb Zusha says, when I die, God isn't going to say to me, Zusha, why weren't you more like Moses? God is going to say to me, Zusha, why weren't you more like Zusha? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, I have heard that one before, and that is... That is so true. Right? Yes. Yeah. Like, yes. Definitely don't want to be on my deathbed feeling like I didn't fully live my own That's experience. Right. My That's own right. Life. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So Ellen, love talking to you. Mm, my dear. Me too, Yiska. So I just always have, yeah, I always have a really um, rich and fun time hanging out with you yes. and I hope <laughs> Vice your versa. listeners um, enjoyed the conversation and can relate yes. to some of it and yeah I do as get well get their spirits lifted by something or yes. you know I hope that something good happens for people as they listen to our conversation I, I also do and so again thank you and thank you listeners for spending this time with us hearing about our dreams and until we meet again.